Welcome to Career View. This is the podcast where we ask questions you want to know when it comes to pursuing a career path. I'm your host, Nirudra Shamal, and each episode, I will ask questions on behalf of students across the country from secondary schools and universities, what they want to know when it comes to pursuing their dream job. For today's episode, we'll be asking our top questions that have been submitted by students on our Career View website who are interested in a career as a legal assistant. Today, I'm joined by 27-year-old legal assistant, Julia Tana, who entered the legal industry with no prior knowledge as she completed her degree in environmental and marine science. Julia now has close to over five years of experience in the industry, and she has a lot of great advice and insights for us. So let's hear from her. Okay, and we're back. Julia, as our first legal assistant and representative of a young professional, firstly, tell me how is everything going? Good. I just want to say thank you so much for having me um, this morning. It's been quite a busy day, but you know, can't complain. The sun's shining. Beautiful day on the terrace. So sounds awesome. And it's uh, Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. You can't complain, right? Exactly. And no, we're really happy to have you. Um, and really interested to hear about your insights here and answer some of the top questions asked by students when it comes to pursuing this career path and, and career role. Um, but before we get into our questions, uh, the first thing I just wanted to ask you personally is what does a legal assistant do? I mean, what does a normal day look like for yourself and throughout the week? My role is very diverse, which is what I love about it. So, you know, it's a lot of filing, printing, formatting documents. Sometimes I have to answer the phone, attend to clients, um, opening files, archiving files. So all those secretarial and administrative uh, duties and also supervising more of the junior staff as well. And yeah, whatever the day throws at me really. And is it quite varied or is it quite to some extent repetitive with the tasks that you do or you know what you just need to do each day? I know what I need to do each day and for example if there are deadlines or court dates coming up or things need to be filed I you know that needs to be done. I don't sort of have routine things that I do every day it's just sort of what emails I get what work comes through and you know with that you need to learn how to prioritise because there could be many urgent things or you know tasks that will take majority of my day which obviously I need more time to do. Uh, so yeah no, really interesting stuff Julia and um, jumping into our questions that we asked by students um, the first question that we have for you is why did you pursue this career path to be honest I fell into it by accident so I don't know if you know but I have a degree from UWA an undergraduate degree in environmental marine science and so I always just thought that this admin role was going to be temporary whilst I was looking for a a job in my field of study. However, that wasn't the case. So I've currently been a legal assistant for four and a half, nearly five years now. So yeah, and, and I've just you know, taking my role as, as far as I can, you know, learning more and more and not just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm coming in to do mundane things. You know, you can't look at it like that. You're there to help the solicitors and do the best yep. that you can for your clients. So I really just mm-hmm. um, threw myself into it and I've gotten a lot out of it and I haven't really um, 
looked back at my my degree since. So absolutely unbelievable. So you went in with an idea that you were going to pursue the science field and completely doing something different now. How how was that whole process? Did you not think at some point, you know, I completed a degree, I should fulfill that, I should look into that. That was my first point of interest. Has there has there been any thought to go back and look into that field at all? Yeah, definitely. I considered postgraduate studies um, in that field, but I just liked the legal sector and I think that was the thing. I just thought, you know, I need something full-time. I need to get into the workforce and just, just get working and start earning, you know, a stable salary and an income. And then, so I didn't even know what a plaintiff was when I started. Wow. And I think that was the thing, not yeah. not knowing or not knowing what to expect. And then I just started discovering and mm. learning and really enjoying it and then so I you know and I was thankful for the the firm that I'm at now I've been there for four years provided me with so many opportunities and I feel valued Mm. so you know the more they can see that you're learning improving you want to be helpful you're interested in the work you're performing at a good level you know you can take that role as far as you want and that's what gave me the satisfaction about being a legal assistant Uh, absolutely amazing and was there any point when you were looking back in I mean during your time at school or even at uni was any hints of you thinking about going down the legal sector yeah, I didn't consider it at all. Wow. I loved my degree, my science degree. You know, yeah. I had the best time at uni and I think that's key with whatever you do. Like, don't close your, your mind off. I think at one point I was working at a, a primary school as well and then I shifted into the legal sector at a top-tier firm and then I've been, you know, in the legal sector ever since. Mm. So I didn't even... <laughs> uni just feels like so long ago <laughs> now. But no, I didn't consider it but that just goes to show you don't really know until until you start and until you try and there's probably things that you know you don't even know about that and because you don't know about them yet you don't know whether you're interested or that sparks something within you so I think that's really um, important to just never think that you're stuck or there's one trajectory that you have to take. Fascinating stuff, Julia. Uh, Next question that we have for you asked by students is, was there any other career paths you considered in the legal sector? I mean, apart from looking at what you do right now as a legal admin and legal assistant, was there anything else that could have been available to yourself or that you considered joining? Yes. So after being in this sector for a year or two, just sort of getting a grips with what it was all about, I did consider going back to do my Juris Doctor um, if I wanted to be a a lawyer. And I also considered the path of a legal accounts clerk, which is more sort of the account side. I Mm -hmm. do do some at the moment, but obviously the accounts would do less of the secretarial work and I also considered paralegal and am still considering that now because that's sort of the next step above um, a legal assistant between sort of a solicitor and a legal assistant so there's always um, that that role as well. Right excellent so you had a couple of options that you did Mm -hmm. consider Um, have you taken any action towards that or is that something you're looking into the into much later in the future? I think much later into the future I am happy with my Mm. role at the moment and yeah if I do pursue sort of that paralegal or even going back to study 
further or even um, I know there's TAFE courses available as well in the legal sector you don't necessarily have to go to university Um, I am considering it but for the moment I'm I'm content and just sort of trying to reach my capacity at this this role at this level. Fantastic Julia not really great to know. Um, Next question that we have for you that asked by students and this was quite a popular one actually that we got was how involved are you in legal matters and some of the decisions that happen as a role as a legal assistant? What, what is that level of decision making or a coverage that you have in that role? So my structure with the firm at the moment, I work for the health team, so medical negligence, medical defence lawyers, so I'm more focused in that sort of practice and those directors of the the firm. Um, so I am involved with those files in particular in terms of you know, knowing when court dates are, when deadlines are due, if we have to chase up the clients for something, if we have to chase up the plaintiff solicitors for something, it's more so the procedural decisions. Obviously, I can't do any of the, you know, I'm not a solicitor, so I can't sign off on any of the legal things. But yeah, you have to be as involved as you want to be. The more involved you are with the matters, you know where they're up to, what stage they're at. That's just, you're being the best legal assistant and personal assistant to Mm -hmm. the directors so yeah you can be as involved and as engaged as you want to be and as I said when you are more involved and engaged that's that's more rewarding and I can't say too much about the files but a lot of the matters are super super interesting intriguing they're confronting so yeah I am heavily involved. Incredible stuff and you've got this all on the job training I mean as we come back to the fact that you didn't know anything about the legal sector and you started to basically learn everything on the spot while you were working how long did it take before you could really familiarize yourself with all the different practices across the legal sector and some of the cases and some of the the jargon as well? It took a lot of time it was a gradual process but in terms of This is why I have absolutely no regrets in going to university, even though I'm not using my degree, but those transferable skills that it gives you to work under really high pressure, Mm -hmm. you have deadlines, you're doing a lot, a lot of reading. So when I was confronted with those challenges in my current role, Mm. I'm happy that I got those skills from university Mm. but in terms of learning all the legal jargon that just took so much time and I'm so lucky because I had amazing mentors and Mm. you know I've been my office manager she's been working you know in this sector for 20 years so she was really helpful the other solicitors and just really listening Mm. like writing notes all the time and just familiarizing myself with the documents so when I started um, a lot of the paperwork and files was actually hard copy rather than electronic so I found that super beneficial like just literally filing like Mm. getting familiar with documents learning how to recognize them where they belong where they need to be filed what they're in entitled so and asking questions you have to ask questions if you know you need to be working with um, whether they're approachable people or not you just have to persist and ask otherwise how else are you going to learn and of course I made many many mistakes along the way and I still do um, but you just you're always improving and and educating yourself and I'm immersed in it every day you just become um, familiar and and you look back and think oh gosh how far mm. I've come yeah. since I first started amazing so. yeah I just want to touch up on that point that you said that you know university those transferable skills really helped on the job that you obviously are doing right now but is university a prerequisite in your opinion do you need to have a degree to pursue this pathway and role 
No. The girl, I'm trying to think, I don't think any of the girls or the other um, legal assistants have degrees. Fair enough. And that's just how it is. And the fact that you don't need a degree to pursue this pathway is beneficial in some ways. And the fact that you had a university degree, but really got some great skills from it and can apply it in your current role is also an advantage to yourself. Um, Next question that we have for you is, is it hard to get a job in this role? I didn't find it hard at all at the time. I think I was just going through SEEK and applying and then I interviewed really well and I got the job on the day. But I, in saying that, I was so persistent in finding work because I'd finished uni, Mm. you know, whether it was something temporary, you know, like I said earlier. I was actively looking though. Like I think it's just a numbers game. Like you've got to be quick, you've got to apply. I had no you know, leads in terms of knowing someone in the industry or anything like that. Mm. Like, it was just purely off my CV and Mm -hmm. face value. So, um, and I think, yeah, legal support is always, always needed. Mm. So, we're busy all the time. So, there's never a shortage of work. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't find it difficult to find a job at all. Great to know. And you, so you applied, obviously, to as many places as you could. But definitely the interview aspect would have been the deciding factor, obviously, if they wanted to have you involved. What do you think that you really did in terms of standing out in the interview process and if there's any advice you could give to anyone what would that be I was just being myself I was confident uh, personable and it's hard to know what they're really looking for you know you could be interviewed by a panel where it's more sort of formal Mm. or more conversational Mm -hmm. but yeah you just have to I think with where I was now like they were aware I obviously didn't have any experience but just you know being enthusiastic, showing that you're keen to learn and just being honest. You know, I was honest about my degree, so they were almost hiring me thinking she could leave at any point. Mm -hmm. So I just think definitely have the the confidence and prepare prepare questions just in case it is more formal just practice questions that you think they may ask you and Mm. then also I think it's really important to have questions to ask them at the end and look at the website and Mm. get to know what what the firm is all about because they'll they'll look out for that and it shows you've done a bit of homework and they'll appreciate that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's quite comforting for anyone who's listening out there that it's at the end of the day, it's just about being quite honest and being yourself. And it's not about knowing everything in the legal sector. Obviously doing a little bit of homework does help, but at the end of the day, just being your genuine self and and, and showing an attitude for learning, I think goes a long way in any kind of job when you're starting off and you leave university. Uh, Julia, next question that we have for you um, asked by students is... Did you have a backup plan? Now, you have got a very interesting story. Obviously, you've done a degree in science and then you decided to go into legal admin and assistant. Was there anything else that you considered even outside of these two sectors in terms of looking for work? No, I didn't. I didn't have a backup plan. I was just looking for stability. And, you know, once you're in the workforce and you start networking, Mm that's when you can then, I think that's the best thing, like just start working, get something down on your your CV, get used to the, you know, nine to five life and Mm. just being, you know, you've finished uni and then being being a part of the workforce. So no, I didn't have um, a backup plan as such. That's the honest truth, I didn't. And I like it. And that's what we want, the honesty. And the key thing that you said is stability. You just wanted stability. 
And you were very clear to identify that pretty early. And you found this role making sure that you can have this and still does, obviously, till this day. Yes, exactly. Um, being permanent, full-time contract that's just ongoing, mm. you know, on a, on a salary that's, that's stable and, you know, being in the firm, I know there's always work, there's always help, mm. help needed. So I feel quite secure, to be honest, in my role and I have for a while so but that's that's because I think that it's me and that's what I've made of it and that's the rapport and the relationship I have with my colleagues and with my um, directors so I'm really blessed in that way. I like it and it's really good to know and for our listeners out there that you can make what you want of it and how essentially having the right attitude I think at the end of the day goes a long way. Um, Next question that we have for you Julia is is there anything that surprised you once you started working? So the volume of work and how quickly that had to be turned around whilst maintaining a very high attention to detail and the precision. So that was surprising to me. Mm. And just how intense the work is, the pressure. You have to work through lunch sometimes. Sometimes you have to stay back. Sometimes you have to come in early. So... And just the the volume, yeah, and the pace, like I said, that's what surprised me. But like I said, you just get used to the pressure and performing at a certain level Mm. and constantly getting feedback and help and good mentoring to ensure I've improved those, those skills to get where I am today. So that was definitely a shock to me and especially when I didn't really understand procedure where the matters were at and the terminology but now that I understand Mm. it's so much better because you can follow you can see where the matter's going you get used to certain solicitors and how they operate and how they want things done so it's definitely just becoming familiar. Okay so it's just a matter of a time before you really get comfortable and you have that experience before you can really know how to efficiently complete all your tasks but that being said Legal sector is still known for a very hectic kind of schedule. Do yes. you have good work-life balance in that regard? Are you able to clock off at five o'clock or do you take your work home with you on weekends? What is that situation for you, even though you're a bit more comfortable looking at your day-to-day activities? I don't take my work home with me, which is a good thing. That I think that gives me balance. Same with um, the weekends. In saying that I don't work from home, so I am in the office every single day, but when I'm at work, I work. When I mm. leave work, it's left at work. Mm. Um, and I complete my tasks as required. Like I said earlier, I don't know what the day is going to throw at me, like what's urgent. If something has to be done, you stay back, you get it mm. done. Yeah. And and you just have to learn to prioritise. But it's good. It's satisfying. It makes the days go quick. You know, you feel like you're getting the most out of your day. You're being helpful. It's, it's good in that way that it does provide me with the balance. And that's why considering going back to uni to do law and whatnot, I think that balance be thrown out. Yeah. For that the hours would increase, the would pressure, it? you know, all of that that comes with it, more responsibility. But yeah, so I think it's good if you do want um a work life balance. Absolutely. No, great. Great to know, Julia, and good to know that you have that balance. I think that's a very important thing in any kind of workplace environment and it definitely impacts your mental health as well, which is a big topic across all our different Mm -hmm. careers and pathways that, you know, having that balance is very important. There's more to life than just work, you know. So next question that we have for you, Julia, one of the most popular questions without a doubt asked by students is, um, does the job pay well? 
yes, I'm happy with what I'm on at the moment. So I think it does pay very well. But again, that's up to the individual, you know, do you deserve a pay rise? How hard are you working? Mm -hmm. How long have you been at the place? How loyal are you? Mm -hmm. So Fair enough. And just to give our listeners a bit of an understanding, starting out of university or starting very early in this mm -hmm. role, what is the salary range are you looking at? And with working hard, what can it go to? And over the years of experience, what is what is something that's achievable in this role? So back when I started, I think it was around about 50000 plus super. Mm -hmm. And then anywhere between there and probably up to triple figures. Wow. I'd say. Triple figures into after how many years would you say? I'm not sure. I need to do my, my research on this. I no don't worries. know if you can get to that. Obviously, yeah. salaries are super, yeah. super private. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that anything between 50 and probably 90. 90, yeah. yeah. No, good to know. And it's important for our listeners to know for the amount of work and the nature of work that what you do to understand what are you getting compensated for, right? And money and salary is very subjective. You know, mm. you can be very happy at $50,000. You could be very miserable at $90,000. It just all depends on your requirements. But good to know from your from your end, you're pretty happy with how everything is in terms of your money and, and the yeah. work you do. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's obviously what the the market is paying at the time. So mm. obviously that can, that can change, which we did see. So, yeah, it's such a subjective question, but... That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> definitely is, definitely is. Uh, next question that we have for you, Julia, is what are the main perks of this role? Like I said before, um, it's rewarding. I think it provides um, stability and it's a good it's a good insight. I just, if you're interested, you know, in law, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with people's lives, livelihoods, and it's just a good indication and uh, and it's eye opening of what what's going on, like like in our in our city, you know, what what people are are going through. Um, and yeah, I work with amazing colleagues, so that's really good. Um, just sort of meeting people from from all walks of life and just people that, you know, are highly, highly intellectual and educated. Like I love that, that it, it, this job has exposed me to mm. all of that and yeah. we also um, have an employment, commercial um, and motor vehicle insurance team. So it's quite a broad practice where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. Great to know, Julia. Really, really interesting to hear and very valuable for, as well for our listeners. Last question that we have for you uh, asked by students is, do you see yourself doing this role forever? Forever. That's a long time. It's a Does long anyone time. ever do anything <laughs> forever? Um, I can see myself doing it for a long time. I don't see myself um, changing roles or, you know, sectors in the near future. So, yeah, it's definitely something I could do for a very long time. But who's to know? I could change my mind and, you know, feel like doing something else one day. But never say never. But mm. it's definitely... Um, yeah, something you can do for, for a long time. Like I'm still to this day still learning. Yeah, no, never say never. I think that's the main thing. And, you know, you're right. That's You're still learning and therefore you still you can see yourself doing this for a long time. It's funny that we got this question. It says forever. We get a lot of responses like this is about doing one thing for mm. forever. Isn't always the case, right? You can no. decide to do anything that you want at any point in time and that's clearly what you're saying as well. Like even though you're enjoying this role, 
there may be a point that you might want to do something different. Exactly. I mean, it's coming from science and doing into the legal sector. It's just two different worlds and there's a perfect example of that. But I think ultimately what you're saying is that this career has longevity. You can yes. do this for a long time and it's quite rewarding in giving that stability, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And I could move into even a different area of law and then, and that will be a whole other, th- you know, more, more to learn. So mm. it's... You know, you have to think about that. There are so many areas of law and it just depends what you enjoy and what area of law you want to you want to work in. So there's always room for that diversity and you can vary it up. Fantastic. No, really great to hear. Julie, that wraps up all our questions that we have for you today. Um, for you. our listeners out there who have more questions for Julia that did not feature on our list today and would like to connect with her, this is where you can visit our website, careerview.com.au, and this is where you'll find... Julia's profile and you can ask her more questions and if she, when she's has some time over the weekend she can you know answer them but please don't forget to submit uh, questions that you want to know to young professionals who've been there and they've done that and they can share their experiences uh, Julia just before we wrap everything up I just wanted to ask one last thing and that is if you have any advice to anyone who is currently in school or is in university even doing a different degree not in the legal sector what advice would you give them about this career about this sector and just about just general work in the professional and corporate world? There's going to be times that are challenging. You're going to get through those challenges. You're going to become stronger and better and improve at what you do. And I would say for all the year 11 and 12 students, don't think too deeply. Just work hard. As cliche as it sounds, you get what you give. So no matter what you do, if you make the most of your opportunities and your resources, you will enjoy it and have that job satisfaction. Awesome, Julia. So great to have you here. Thanks again. Thank you.